Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. <laughs> we're back. We're back. Burkworld. Welcome back. Back, back, back. Welcome back to the show. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Oh, shit. All right. As you all know, the Snyder Cut of Justice League has been released. <laughs> so be prepared for the next three hours of just... Why did I say three? Four and a half hours <laughs> of Justice League business. No, we've already talked about it a fair amount. <laughs> So we'll, we'll try to be brief, but if I bring it up randomly, it's because it's on my mind. The new black and white version's out. I haven't seen it yet. That's true. It came out this morning. I actually pulled up HBO Max after I read that, and mm -hmm. I, it's not obvious how to get to it because it's not on the main page. I was me. wondering, yeah. I was like, <laughs> where's the black and white option? I thought I'd, it, it wasn't where I thought it'd be, <laughs> so I don't know, but I'd, maybe I just need to like reboot the app or something. I don't know. It might be, yeah. Like, uh, you know, it, it came out 10 a.m. this morning. You're like, which time zone? Because I'm checking. <laughs> and it's not here, man. I'm going to uh, lose it. I'm going to lose my <laughs> fucking mind. Now, what did, what did you think, buddy boy? Oh, man. What did I think? What do you think? Now you've had some time to sit with it. So I've seen it once through, and then I have uh, put it on and seen chunks of it again twice. Delightful. <laughs> uh, initially, I, I missed Hans Zimmer. Mm -hmm. because there were pieces, the music choices that I felt would have benefited from his presence. Mm -hmm. Junkie did a good job, though. Uh, he did. He did. It's just parts of it I remember, because, again, I haven't seen it a full four hours through again yet, but mm -hmm. I, I'm going to fucking do it now that the black and white, the gray version is out. But Yeah, I heard that, and I was like, yeah, I'll watch it again. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> but um, uh, there were just pieces that like I, I wanted to be more... Uh, they have that sort of transcendent juice mm -hmm. of like the beginning of BVS mm -hmm. and the kind of like descending notes of like Bruce, you know, falling to the cave kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but it still worked. It was just like I just noticed that for how long and epic this thing is, like I, I didn't necessarily have something as transcendent as that, as that like that whole opening sequence for BVS or like... Uh, well, it's the same music, but I was going to say the Martha scene and stuff when Bats realizes that he's been mindfucked. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, there's, yeah, there's definitely a lot in Justice League that felt like that. There's a lot of sequences like that. I think the transcendence was mm -hmm. accomplished. It's captured. But yeah, I miss, I mean, I miss it, Hans. It's there, especially the second time through. I, there are pieces that I was like, mm, okay. Yeah. They're just major sequences where like, yeah, I mean, you could do it. Hans probably would have done it a little differently. Yeah, right? It would have been more... I'm going to need a Hans weird, cut. Musical. Give me a Hans cut, <laughs> I need please. a Hans cut, man. And I feel like you think... Wasn't he on the movie when, when Zach was originally shooting it or no? I don't... Or is it just going to be Junkie then too? I, I, I don't remember. I thought uh -huh. it was just going to be Junkie or it was going to be Junkie's doing the music and Hans was doing the score. Well, great. That's. I mean, Something that's like that. what I wanted. And I'm... Sh and. And this isn't bad at all, but I, I no, think it would have great. benefited. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Like they're like, uh, but I just rewatched the um, the scene towards the end where Flash has to run backwards through time, basically. Yeah. When the explosion goes off. Spoilers. And I, I mean, well, I mean, if you haven't figured that out already, <laughs> you listened to a weird show. What the hell's wrong with you? Uh, and it was just like, damn, man, this is fucking dope. <laughs> like that whole sequence of him when he gets hurt 
And Bats is like, man, are you okay? And then he's like almost hyperventilating <laughs> and crying cry. at the same time. <laughs> he's got a hole in his body. <laughs> like, I just believed him so hard that he's been like super viscerally wounded. Like the kind of wounded where he can't control how much his hands are shaking. Yeah, he's got a laser through his body. <laughs> like let it heal. Let it heal. <laughs> like, Ezra, I just need a minute. <laughs> he nailed it. Like, <laughs> and then running backwards, like sort of freezing time in a way by going into the speed force and then running backwards through time to fix it. it was like, fuck, mm-hmm. that's cool. And the music works there and stuff. I just, I feel, it's like a nitpick almost, but I feel like there was a half step or a full step more we would have got if it was like a, if it was Han's score in that piece. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, man. And I feel like some of this, I'm leading with the negatives. I, I feel like some of the CG <laughs> stuff wasn't as polished as it would have been, I think. Like some I didn't, this, yeah, you said that before. I didn't, yeah. I didn't notice anything, but you know, I watched it once and then I'm not, I'm not checking the scales. You know, <laughs> you know, like Steppenwolf's Spiky the Human Cactus. Oh, you know, like you're checking all of his spikes. And you're like, it's not as fluid. I'm like, I don't know. I'm mostly looking at his delightful face. <laughs> he looks like a little terrier or something. Yeah, I mean, just like the like Diana's super speed was mm-hmm. a little not as polished as it it was last time, and like it, it so it looks a little more fakey to me. Didn't notice. And uh, and. And just small stuff like that. Like the wide shot of Flash running backwards through time was just like, hmm, that doesn't look as good as it should. It really feels like just they didn't spend quite as much money as they would have originally or they didn't take as much time as they would have originally. Mm -hmm. So they went too fast or too cheap or or maybe both. But, I mean, it looked passable. It's fine. But it's just – and there's a shit ton of effect shots in it. So, like, it doesn't – it makes sense to me. But, yeah, yeah, it just looked a little – a little off sometimes. You know, somebody pointed out, they were like, you know, Aquaman tends to care about the sea, but that guy keeps throwing glass bottles into the ocean. <laughs> That's his house. He lives in the ocean. He can throw his bottles wherever he wants. <laughs> You're right. That was pretty funny. They're like, you know, he, he doesn't, he hasn't taken up the mantle really yet, you know? Yeah. He's not quite there yet. Not quite there yet about caring about Atlantis. <laughs> You seen that? You seen that meme of uh, Steppenwolf? But they put Baby Yoda's face on where his face. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> just uh, just because it it's pretty funny. hilarious looking. Yeah. Or is he it was just great. Because wow. he still got the headdress. It's just it's just Grogu's just face, his little face right in there. <laughs> like put that on a t-shirt. Nice. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, What'd you like, man? Uh. Uh, like all of it, like, uh, <laughs> just all four just hours of thing, it, man. you know, like, uh, it's all goddamn great, man. When we, I, I think we're, we're like a long time into the movie before we get to Diana's entrance. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like the wide shot over like the city and the big banner with Supes' silver symbol on it. And then we're mm-hmm. going to the, the van that's going to carry the bad guys into this, yeah. you know, heist, not heist, but, you know, bombing. Yeah, the terrorist. And, and then it pans up to her and I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> it's like the exact, like that shot was in Justice League, but like it was just like, fuck yes, this is happening. Yeah, like, something about it's just better. Yeah, like the pacing of it, just it feels better. The moment itself feels better. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, damn, this is going to be dope. And then it was fucking dope. It's so many stories going in separate directions where you're two hours into yeah. this movie and you're like, the team hasn't even gotten together yet. No. We're no. two hours in. The movie should be over. <laughs> and instead, you're like, it hasn't really started yet. 
This is all the preamble. <laughs> I really liked Flash. I really liked Flash and Iris' scene. Uh, yeah, it was great. The cyborg shit really worked. Like, everybody got time to be an actual character. That's a, t- that's a tough ask. It's a tall order, man, to introduce new characters For sure. who didn't have a whole movie out Marvel style. Like, you already had a whole movie to develop that character, and then you bring them all together. It was like, yeah, we did that with, like, Superman and then Batman sharing a movie Generally and Wonder speaking, Woman you know, a little bit. in it a little bit. And then we got three <laughs> and new characters. And then she did get her movie. But... Yeah. And then she gets her movie, and then now Justice League comes out. And you're like, we got we to gotta do three movies worth of character work <laughs> before this team can even come together. Like, oh. That is such a tall order, dude. You know what I well wait. That's why it's four hours. Here we go. <laughs> right? That's why it's four hours, man. It's epic. It's too many people not to. Like uh Flash and Iris was dope. Like fucking uh the the when Bats is sitting in Flash's uh, you know, warehouse squalor apartment place. Like, <laughs> yeah, his ridiculous. Like that scene, yeah. him discovering the Bruce Wayne sitting in his place, mm-hmm. is at least that very moment anyway is almost shot for shot what Joss had in his version. But mm-hmm. but like all of the doings before that, like legitimately, I was riding the movie so much that by the time we get to that, like I was legitimately like, oh shit, right? <laughs> like I forgot. Yeah. all about that happening and so it caught me exactly the way the movie wants it to catch me yeah and i wasn't i don't I was even like, know yeah. when you'd watch the theatrical version like how much of this was new or if i watched this oh man i, I watched the snyder aware. cut and you're like that wasn't even my scene i never did that they met a totally different way so like i'm not necessarily thinking like you know that when that scene happens you're like oh that was it's like every scene is oh that is part of this version of the movie like i didn't even Right, right, right. You know what I mean? It's like I don't I don't know if that scene happens. Like maybe there's a whole different way. Flash and Batman yeah. meet in a totally different way in a different scene, and that's just gone. But then it happens, and you're like, okay, my brain keeps trying to consolidate. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm not yeah. like, but no, it was it was better. It worked a lot better. That's dope. Arthur fucking that like the the baller scenes of him and the giant waves crashing mm-hmm. on him when he goes in after he tosses the glass into the into the ocean, smashy smashy. But like then also the other scene where like the dude's like hanging off the little tugboat and he's like on the boat standing yeah. above him. Yeah, I'm like, God damn it, it's him. amazing looking. Like it's just so cool. <laughs> it looks great. Yeah, tell him to respect the storm. <laughs> this fucking guy. So making good. me save his life. The 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 Amazons like balling hard in Not the beginning too. of the movie, and you could be like, oh, well, come on, that happened in the in the Joss version. No. I was like, nah, Not dude, like not this. like this. Like <laughs> like this is what it wished it had been. And clearly, right, it's a Joss like cutting down something that was four times longer into some mini sequence in his version. But like, yes, but this you lost was, this is what it should have been. You lost all the juice. You lost all the humanity. All the people sacrificing themselves yeah. for this and the the effort of it. Like it's hard. Yeah. You lost all the good parts. The gravity, the stakes, the the pacing of it, all of it. Like, it's fucking cool. It's fucking dope. <laughs> so dope. You know what? I was, so, but I was, I, I saw it. The, uh, just like I watched the uh, the ending, reverse explosion. I watched the beginning this morning too. <laughs> I watched the whole this movie this morning. Waka well, waka. Just, just watch. It. I know it's in parts, but I'm gonna pick my own sequences <laughs> within those parts. Put those numbers up on HBO. Um. 
And uh, well, they know what, it's you. They know it's the same guy watching well, it four times. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> let them know. <laughs> yeah, let them know. I keep rewatching it. They're like, wow, some, some people really like this. <laughs> um, uh, the so what's interesting is Soup's dies mm-hmm. at the hands of Dark Side or <laughs> at the hands of uh, Doomsday. Mm-hmm. His scream goes out. That scream pulses through the world, mm-hmm. and and I kind of forgot this. All three mother boxes react. Okay. Because after the first once through, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, it was just the Themyscaran one that like kind of broke itself half open, and that mm-hmm. must be... So like, there's actually a weird... It's almost not overly complicated, but like, clearly, Whoa. during the events of BBS, Lex yeah. is communicating with Steppenwolf somehow mm-hmm. when he gets into the ship and takes over and like he communicates somehow with Steppenwolf. Yeah. Right. And then there are the three mother boxes in front of him in the little like, you know, metal visualizer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and one of them like sort of pings to life, like almost has a light coming out of it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, so they were conversating about this and the conversation clearly has to do with mother boxes and like one of them. Mm-hmm. Because the question becomes, at the end of the movie, like, why doesn't Darkseid just boom tube to Earth? Mm-hmm. Why does he have to use the old ways? And it was like, well, because the mother boxes are on Earth, and that portal closed. I have questions. And then you're like, how the <laughs> fuck did Steppenwolf get to Earth the first time then, <laughs> if you need the mother box? He was nearby? I don't know. So it needs to, I, I think. I was going to ask you <laughs> about, because I've only watched it the one time, and by the end of well, it. go ahead. I'm thinking, or is it the thing I've already sketched? No, like I'm just I'm a little unclear on the mechanics mm. of Darkseid and Steppenwolf mm. and the Mother Boxes and how this works. Mm. Mostly with the anti-life equation stuff. And like I know that there's multiple oh. scenes where Darkseid and Steppenwolf and Decide like they're talking to each other, and yeah. there's probably some answers in there. I haven't had time to like rewatch those scenes. Yeah, and to to zero in on it. But like I was rewatching when Diana's telling Bruce the story <laughs> about. Darkseid coming to Earth sure. and losing that fight. The first time, yeah. Yeah, like Zeus and Ares and like yeah. kicking his ass and sending him home. But like he he crashes down, right? It's kind of dope that Ares is the one who chops him in the neck and yeah, sends him cool. back. And... <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, blah. And then, but you are like, Ares, yeah. finish the job, dude. Where are you going? Kill like, him. He, he yeah. chops him a little. And then like he starts fighting more peons. And you're like, well, get after the yeah. main guy. Get after him. No, I think it's I think it's cool. Darkseid taking like an axe to the shoulder, and then at the end of the flick, when Superman takes the axe to his shoulder, he's just <laughs> you know, not impressed. Not impressed. I'm like, damn. So you're like way stronger than Darkseid. It's like, ah, it's, it's a different axe. Calm down, calm down. But <laughs> <laughs> the God of War's axe. It's cool symmetry. But yeah. no, but Darkseid he crashes down, and he's got the staff right, and okay. he hits the ground, yeah. and then what looks like a massive. Uh, imprint of like this is the anti-life equation right represented in say hieroglyphic hieroglyphics right mm, okay if you want to call it I'll that go with it what just happened yeah so did I'm not... he imprint it <laughs> onto here. the ground with the staff or did he reveal it in the ground because diana says they yeah. came to earth to find something that can only be found on earth mm. implying that like the anti-life equation is here on earth and this is why dark side has come to get it mm-hmm. And so he hits the staff into the ground and it reveals it like mm-hmm. it was already here. But then yeah. there's a scene later in the flick where uh, Steppenwolf figures out that like this is the place that has the anti-life equation. Like, right, he right. didn't already know that. Yeah, yeah. But no, he's heard he the stories 
about the time that Darkseid lost. Like, there is a planet that Darkseid <laughs> tried to take, and he lost. I feel like that's the one hole in the way that yeah, they've like, constructed this, like, is what? that you figure everyone would remember the name of the place you lost. <laughs> even if even if the story stayed with Darkseid, right? Yeah. So let's say Steppenwolf doesn't know, because, like, he wouldn't want anyone outside himself to know that he lost that fight. But there's a lot of people. Darkseid remembers. Darkseid knows a lot of other people that were there who didn't die, like... But he, like that's yeah, where you lost the motherboxes too. So like you heard the story about how Darkseid yeah. lost a fight, and like that place has the, the motherboxes, presumably. Mm-hmm. And where also, else do they go? Yeah, and it also we ran has, scared. Yeah, the, the anti-life equation is also there. And like, how do you how do you know so much about? I know it's five thousand years later. Yeah, it's a long time. But like time. Steppenwolf, so he wasn't alive. He's only heard the story that there is a planet. He came to this place because the mother box was activated and maybe whatever conversation yeah. he had with Lex. Yeah. Okay. And then he figures out like, oh, this is the place that also has the anti-life equation. Just by like kind of smelling the earth. And I was like, was he just looking around? <laughs> uh, and he's just kind of like, it's so- here. Like, this is the place. And like, he kind of pieces it together that, like, oh, I didn't know that this was the same place that Darkseid lost. But I was like, but, but the mother boxes are here. And you know that. So wouldn't you say to yourself, like, <laughs> the place where he lost the mother boxes yeah. is the place where the mother boxes are? Well, I think. Um, I think what we're led to, like, what they what they would like us to grant them as an audience, is the idea that somehow, even though that all happened. All of it got lost amidst the millions of worlds. I'll believe that. Sure. So that literally, like, Darkseid and everyone on Apocalypse or whatever, like, just doesn't know where they left their car keys. Like, <laughs> like which is kind of ridiculous. Like, Darkseid, because I'm going to collapse it down to him, because who, who cares if, like, Parademons or whoever was with him, like, the yeah. three Unity witches or whatever, yeah. like, if they remember. I'll if, believe that Darkseid knows exactly where they are. Well, he, it's why? the one time he lost the fight, but that's so weird. he's never come back for them. But but the end of the movie suggests that he was waiting to discover where the anti-life equation was, and now that he knows yeah. for sure, he's going to come back to Earth. Yeah, and this idea that, like, like Martian Manhunter at the end said, right. like, Darkseid's going to come, man. He's going to come for the anti-life equation. For sure. And the mother boxes. Yeah. I was like, he's had 5,000 years. Yeah. He knew where all these things are. Right. Why didn't he come before that? Why is he going to come now? Because you threw Steppenwolf's head at him? Like, just out of pride or ego, he's going to come pick well, a fight? Well, that's why I think we need to rely on the fact, like, no, he didn't know. He didn't know where the fuck the anti-life was. Like, what? Because the, the dialogue between him and Desaad at the end of the movie suggests that, like, now that I know, it's time to do it. Yeah. Which means he fucking straight up forgot what planet it was on. Or which is specifics. weird because it seems to be like the one battle he ever lost. Yeah, but the specifics <laughs> of like, I didn't know where we were. We went through a boom tube. We landed on a planet hmm. where the anti-life equation was supposed to be. Like, we followed coordinates to a place. Maybe we landed I down. Actually... Here we are. When I lost, I don't know where the coordinates are. And you're like, where was that place? Not having the boom lost tube. That's, in the universe. That's actually the best idea, actually, that to, to hang that on, is the fact that they were boom tubing around, got that, even though there's nothing in the that battle scene to suggest that that's how they got there with those massive ships, but they could have, because they had the mother boxes, it's, especially. It's tied up in the anti-life equation. Like, so, how did you know it was here? If they... And then you came here, and then when you left, you couldn't, ret- like, I, I don't know where we were. I don't know. But then they also had to leave in the ships instead of boom tube out, right? So, like, that's going to be way slower. Boom tubes are instant. Like, this is going to be, like, even if they're fast ships. 
there's more that needs to be explained for all of this to hold together. You're like, what? <laughs> Steppenwolf doesn't know that? He just figured that out right now. What does he know versus what Darkseid knows? All Steppenwolf knows, seems is... to have been doing is like he sniffed out maybe because Lex like just rang a phone and Steppenwolf happened to be on the other side. Yeah, however that worked. The Kryptonian tech somehow it's a walkie-talkie to another. Yeah, to like other. Out. Somehow it's able to transmit out amongst the stars and somehow Steppenwolf fucking. Yeah. And he would have been let known, hey, the yeah, the Kryptonian's dead. Or gonna die, because um, he's talking to him mid-fight, so he doesn't know that Superman's dead yet. Yeah, but um, he knows he wants him to be dead. But like, maybe that's what the light is. But uh, on the box. But like, Steppenwolf just happened to be because like it's also implied that the backstory of all of this is that Steppenwolf somehow kind of fell in league with or helped somebody who was looking to overthrow Darkseid. And that's mm-hmm. why he's on Darkseid's shit list. Yeah. He betrayed him. Somehow. That clearly didn't work. Yeah. And and he's like, well, I saw, you know, I, hey, man, I learned from my mistakes. Like, <laughs> you know, I, fucking, I, I saw the error of my ways. But he's been outcast, but not completely. Yeah. And, and he's also, trying to get back in his favor. for thousands of years. Darkseid is at least 5,000 years old. So. <laughs> and I get over it, man. Okay. So Steppenwolf <laughs> is somehow in contact with Lex, realizes, oh, there's fucking, you know, the mother box is cool. So, like, yeah, he may or may not be aware of that history. I guess there's a you could make a case that Steppenwolf doesn't know about the time that Darkseid failed and lost the Mother Boxes. Didn't he say that, though? I think there was a scene where he's like, of course I know the story of the... Hmm. I've heard the tale of... I forget what he called it. But I was like, oh, maybe Desaad? I don't know. I gotta watch it again with these questions in my head. Maybe the answers are in the movie. They might be. But the anti-life equation is not explained very well. It's like it's on Earth. I think it's kept vague on purpose, right? Yeah. But But it's it's enough to be like, all right, it was here. He reveals it by hitting the staff into the ground. Which is very strange. He has the, yeah. How does that work? Is the staff, does it even matter? (laughs) Does it have anything to do with it? It almost feels like it's some sort of, yeah, it's like a, you know how like mushrooms can network through the forest ground? (laughs) Like the mycelium, like he just blew away the top crust of the earth and revealed the mycelium. Yeah. Secretly containing (laughs) an anti-life equation. Like it's fucking weird, which would suggest if that's the case, metaphorically, then yes, his his, uh, big axe or hammer or whatever the fuck it was, was important to reveal it anyway. But like the the forces of man and Atlantis and Amazon Mm. or Themyscira, like they, they all back up. You remember this piece? There's just a shot of them, like the weird hot magma looking shit yeah. of the anti-life is like creeping towards them. Yeah. And they're like, oh, what? So it's like a physical thing. Like it, it doesn't look quite like lava, but sort of. It looks like lava plus the uh, the pink goo from Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a physical object, yeah. not a not an idea or an information encoded in rock or something weird. Like, no. But enough for I'll him be, to know that it's here. And then to reveal it, yeah, a network of, of mushroom, uh, the death blooms, <laughs> you know. I mean, do we think that he, like, if the if all these armies weren't on that battlefield, like, he would have just shown up, smashed the ground, found it, acquired it, however one does, yeah. does such a thing, and then snap a picture real left. quick? Like, it's an equation. <laughs> just <laughs> take weird, a picture a weird, of it. It's a weird way to visualize the anti-life equation. Draw it real quick. Yeah, like sketch it. Can he just replicate it by visuals? Like, does it matter? Does he need the goop? How does like, does one... he need to scoop it out of the ground? I don't know. How does one? Does he need to drink it? <laughs> it. And the stuff about like if you're gonna make 
uh, if you have all of the, you make the unity with all the different mother boxes and now you can right. change whatever you want. Like you can use it to destroy the world or turn it into the nightmare landscape. Right. You you terraform an earth into yeah. an apocalypse style planet. Do you, do you need the mother boxes to make the parademons? Oh. How do you uh, make parademons? How do you get, because like we're going to have a world. I well, thought that was like anti-life. You do not thing. need the anti-life equation to create parademons necessarily because he does not have it and he has a lot of parademons. Yeah. I was like, do the parademons? Because I feel like there's a, there's a part, somebody says something that like they're alive but not alive. Like they're enslaved, they're controlled. Right. Somebody suggests that the anti-life will give him the ability to make everybody into parademons. Yeah. But I was like, is that a metaphor? Because he's got parademons right there, but he doesn't have the anti-life. Like they were <laughs> in the 5,000 year ago battle. Were there any parademons? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's lots of them. Right, they're flying in the sky and shit. Yeah, there's all kinds. He doesn't have that's the anti-life equation. Most of the army on Darkseid's made of. Yeah, he doesn't have the anti-life equation yet, so like he can't use it to make parademons because they're right. they're right there. Yeah. Does he use the mother boxes to change people into slaves? And it's not suggested that he ever had it before and lost it, so he can't have made the parademons before now. I mean, well, what if they did? What if somebody else? What if some previous ruler of Apocalypse <laughs> had the anti-life? <laughs> made the army he has and he's just been utilizing it ever since and looking for and the anti-life lost it how one can lose an equation it's a concept <laughs> but depends on what it is i guess right like what is it actually yeah but, he, but he's like also metaphysical i don't know he's been <laughs> but he's been going for five thousand years sure. conquering planets without the mother boxes and without the anti-life equation because they're exactly. all of those yeah. are on earth for the last five thousand years and then he's saying sure. like oh we're gonna do with the old ways i was like isn't yeah. it the current ways for the last five thousand years you haven't had any of these weapons since oh, you lost them 5,000 years ago. How old are you that you still are thinking? Like, he's like, I'm 20,000 years old. <laughs> it's the old ways. And he's like, the last 5,000 years is like two weeks to me. So I'm talking sure. about before that. Maybe. I mean, yeah, that's true, right? But it's like, what? Boom you... tubes, you need a mother box. That's why. That's what I was saying. Like, it's Do weird. Do you? Is that in the movie? Because the mother boxes Nobody are doing things. that. But it's very directly implied that you can't boom tube without a mother box. Which is which makes it weird. How did okay. Steppenwolf get to Themyscira then? Because he doesn't have one. Themyscira he, has one. He was already. So how? Yeah, the fuck... he comes through the box or something, yeah. right? But he says it called to him. Yeah. So one assumes there's some sort of weird, like the box sent a signal. Steppenwolf, maybe because he was tipped off by Lex, was looking for it. Yeah. Found it, answered the phone, and was able to boop into Themyscira's Come vault through it. If it was reaching out, like it called me. Uh, maybe, but why would it call Steppenwolf? I don't know, because it calls out to people who desire it. Was he, I don't know. Was he in the first battle? I don't even remember. I don't know. The There's the a lot fight. of mechanics that are happening off <laughs> screen. Justice League 2 really needs to address. And I'm like, what? So that, but For a four-hour movie, this gets, how did we not hit all the details on this? This gets even squirrelier. You want to... You because this is what I was thinking, right? Like the, th the one in Themyscira is the only one that cracked hold over. Hold on. Hold on. It's raining outside. Oh, wow. You hear that? Damn, man. You think the mics will pick that up? Yeah, I doubt it. It sounds real nice, guys. <laughs> it does. <laughs> anyway, continue. I was like, okay. Soups screamed his death cry, mm -hmm. cracked the Themyscarin box. That's mm -hmm. why it called out. Steppenwolf was able to somehow connect. Maybe he's boom got a boom in, tube on his it. side. The boom tube I'm familiar with from why? comics of like it's the size of a brick. The mother tube, mother box, you mean? Or just like a boom tube opener. 
I remember That's, like like JLA yeah. comics growing up that like yeah like Steel had one and he's tinkering with it. Yeah, it's a mother box. And it's just uh, but like it mother boxes like weren't the cubes that could destroy the world. They were just they're little iPhones basically. Yeah, little iPhones. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. but like the movie never said traditionally they boom the tubes they and mother boxes. Like we're, we're we're redefining things. They said boom tube. They said mother box. They said boom tube. Yeah, yeah. When did they say boom tube? Ah, uh, who said it? Fuck. I definitely remember it happening. You know what? Pause it. I'm going to go watch it. I'll come back. <laughs> um, I mean, there's really only a couple candidates, right? It could maybe have been Wonder Woman or it's more likely Desaad or Darkseid or Steppenwolf. I feel like Desaad might have. But you know what I mean? I'm trying to consolidate stuff I'm, I'm, that I have in my I'm head like from comics. I'm 90-something percent sure somebody did actually call it a boom tube at some yeah. point. But okay. like once. I know we see it at the end of the movie, like when you're, you're putting the three of them together and then they send Steppenwolf's head back. Sure, I was like, okay, it's capable of opening But that's the exact tubes. same look and tube yeah. of when Steppenwolf janks yeah. into Themyscira's armor or uh, vault. And when he uh, he boops away from that same fight and he does it to the Aqua, the Aquaman or the Atlantis guarded one. Yeah. And he does it every time, like which which is what makes it seem like it's mother box specific. Um, but now, fuck, I'd have to look at that scene. Yeah, when they opened a portal and they kicked Steppenwolf's head through with his body. So dope. Who? Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Did Cyborg open a portal on accident or purpose or? Yeah, like, like how Dark did Dark Side open that happen. portal? How? Yeah, Flash is turning back time over here, and Cyborg's not dead anymore. And then did yeah. he? What I, did forget, do? I don't remember exactly why or how that opened because I think everyone on our side was surprised that there's this hole opening in space. Yeah. But Darkseid also doesn't look like he tried to do that. So who opened this fucking portal? <laughs> like Cyborg did. How did he know? I guess. Like, how yeah, how did that? he dial up Apocalypse? How'd you make a phone call? You don't know the number. How'd you do that? How'd you, how'd you, <laughs> you don't even know how to use this kind of phone, man. I know <laughs> you're a robot, but like, shit. It's like asking a gopher to use, you know. I don't know. The mother boxes know how to do it, and he's connected to slash talking to the mother boxes. Sure, maybe, but he just, just split them up like a lot, a lot of mechanics. They did or dormant. So okay, wait. How do all I these was, pieces was, work? Here's the real squirrely part, though, is I yeah. was thinking, okay, fine. If I'm gonna believe that like the mother boxes can call out, and given that it's from Apocalypse, more or less, and mm-hmm. Steppenwolf is, and like maybe he's disgraced and he's been searching for the boxes in order to get back into Darkseid's good graces, yeah. somehow he'd be like, you know, scanning the universe for signs of the mother box. Because let's say he forgot the story of what planet he got defeated on. So if or that's the he's case, like, he knows, he knows exactly he knows. where I got beat, but I'm not telling anybody because I'm embarrassed. Well, that's fucking weird. That why not just go to Earth then? But so let's say that's the case, and let's say if the box is calling out to you, it can boom tube you to to it, mm-hmm. like it can call you, but you can't call it. Okay. Okay. Let's take all that for granted. Soups dies. His his scream goes out, and the one in Cyborg's apartment wakes up. Yeah. And Jimmy's around, yeah, the and then just falls back to sleep. Like it was reacting to the other box, mother, other mother box waking up. Like this well, baby woke it's up the and first started screaming. One, so there's nothing to indicate that that was the, happening. Yeah, it was the first one. It's the first one. All it's we just get reacting to the scream. Is Cyborg kind of like turns or like kind of moves yeah. as if he kind of heard Soup scream, and then looks over to the closet where it's like sneaking around, and then it goes back to sleep. But it, it reacted, but it didn't wake up. Yeah, which is weird because it it's, a little it's bit. not encased. It's the one that the Kingdom of Man had that we just buried in a hole 
yeah. in the forest. <laughs> Way to go, guys! And then, uh, and then Diana's, fa- uh, you know, buddies from World War One found it. Yeah. Or, or no, I don't know. Whatever. The secret government, whatever's found it. It's the one that's and just then, floating around. It's not sitting in a vault in Atlantis. Yeah, and, and Cyborg's dad eventually got a hold of it at Star Labs. He took the casing off of it, used it to save yeah. Cyborg's life. That's why it's in Cyborg's apartment in, its clo- in his closet. So it's actually like not in a containment box. It's yeah. also important, I feel like. Like it's not like they made a big deal about like each culture would whatever. Yeah. Like that was removed by Cyborg's dad mm-hmm. like far before Superman died. So, so it's just sitting naked in his closet and it kind of like jimmies around and then goes back to sleep. And I was like, what the fuck? Because that box is also the closest to Superman. Maybe it's just scared. It's in America. <laughs> Maybe it's just scared. It's just trembling. It didn't wake up. It didn't activate. Well, so and It's then, just naked and afraid. And then we go to Atlantis. And then goes back to sleep immediately. And that one jimmies around and yeah. goes back to sleep. Yeah, and they both kind of stirred and then didn't wake up. And then Themyscira the furthest away. And in a giant concrete bunker. Yeah. The Atlantis one was just, it was in a like a, it was clearly a sacred or special area, but it was not a bounded building. It was, I don't know it the was, mechanic. Why did that one wake up? <laughs> it's, it's kind of weird. It's kind of like the one that least likely to get impacted by something. Like Steppenwolf is on the other side Got knocking cracked. on the door. And that's why it mm. kind of worked up. Like, why did that one wake up? Why did he come through that, that one? What is Steppenwolf doing on his side? What does it have to do with Lex at the end of Dawn of Justice? The one most heavily guarded, physically, know. literally protected, is the one that cracked. Maybe Steppenwolf could That's get... weird. He could pick one, and he picked that one because it would be the hardest to get. Although, I but will say this. he spends the rest of the movie trying to find the other two. The screen, he doesn't know where the other two are. The, the Themyscarin one is in like this giant concrete-looking bunker thing, right? Mm-hmm. But you know what's goofy? That building has a fucking hole in the top. <laughs> Like, literally just a straight hole for, like, sunlight. Yeah. Because the camera goes right down it with yeah. the voice of his scream. Yeah. So, like, are we trying to say that, like, it, it concentrated his, I think it's, his yell actually, and it cracked the case? But I, I, I noticed, that, like, because they pull the, whatever, the, the switch that mm-hmm. makes it fall into the ocean, right? Okay, sure. So, if you have a hole at the top, it would fill with water. Um, okay. I so mean, I was thinking water when doesn't I was like, to matter oh, much. It's just, it's just going to fall it straight lasts. into the ocean. But okay. And then it would fill up instead of just staying submarined. It did look big enough, actually, for a person. So they wouldn't necessarily they drown. They could swim out, yeah. People and could survive. That also means somebody can sneak in pretty easily. What the fuck? You have to drop a bunch of feet, but with a rope, you'd fine. Yeah. It's Aquaman-sized. It's just, <laughs> he just swims right in. Just seems like a weird design for the Themis Karens. Like, what the fuck are you thinking, Amazon? Like, there's a reason. But they so that's the one that cracks, and that's the one that Steppenwolf yeah. first gets to Earth and is able to like keep doing whatever he's gonna do. And once he has yeah. one, he can kind of boom tube wherever he wants if it's a mother box technology, right? Like so he can. There's no you don't need to explain how the hell he's able to boom tube anywhere else for the rest of the movie. Yeah, he already once has, he has one. the one. Yeah. Now when he goes and puts it in his melting metal thing, then you're like, well, what? How are you gonna? <laughs> Wait, what's going on here? Then again, it's like, <laughs> did the other box call to you? Like, it just seems weird that the the we most the... vulnerable one in yeah. Cyborg's apartment didn't wake up the way that the one in he the mascara was, did. He was using the parademons to sniff him out, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. So he has the one. I was like, how did you? That one called out to you. You come through it. Then you're using parademons to sniff out the other one. So you have sure. no means to contact or find it yourself. 
Yeah, or wake them up from afar kind of thing. How'd yeah. you find the first one? The only thing I can think of with the why didn't cyborgs wake up instead of the Themyscaran one mm-hmm. is that we've his dad already used it to like bring him to life slash make him a robot man. Yeah, it's all and, juiced. And and like it's just, yeah, it's tired. Like it's, it's tired and scared. It's like it's like the box sleep. Like its abilities have been diminished or drained a bit because it like made a whole ass person over there. Yeah. Or Cyborg's able to help put it to sleep. There's nothing in the scene that really suggests he's communicating with it at all as a robot, but these mother boxes are doing so much. Yeah. And Which the Atlantis I'm okay one, with. Why didn't it? It's like, yeah, you could do a lot with them. They open portals. They make cyborgs. <laughs> you put them all together, they can change an entire world. So if Which you apparently... destroy it, go for it. But like, how's he conquering other worlds? He's just, and he's not making them into apocalypse planets. He's need, he needs the mother boxes for that. <laughs> so a, ever since he's never been able to do that. Yeah, like it's much faster. <laughs> it's also an, it's another version of the world engine. What have you been doing for the last five thousand years? Watching a lot of TV, wasting his life, <laughs> feeling bad about getting beat. <laughs> yeah, Zeus was jacked, feeling man. Bad. Yeah, he was. We talk about this. <laughs> Yeah, that guy stepped out of a fucking cartoon, man. Like that guy, so great. He was he was beefed. So jet him and his son Ares, and like Ares looks older than him. (laughs) 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 Okay, that's your dad. Do you hear? I forgot his name. Damn it! I figured out the guy that uh, Zach was gonna have as Green Lantern, man. You did? Who was it? About this? It was it was a great actor. Yeah, he said that, but it's a guy that I was like, oh. Bummer. I don't like, know who was supposed know to play John. <laughs> he sounds like he's been working, but like, I don't know him from anything specific. Yeah, I know him. You think so? I might. <laughs> I tend to know actors if they've done anything. I know stuff. I've seen things. That's not the thing. Did you see for the for the Flash movie? They got a recast. Barry's dad. Yeah, damn it, man. Yeah, it no, sucks. write the movie. So, but then I was thinking about it. I was like, how the fuck are you going to do this movie without showing the scene where his dad got arrested for yeah. killing his mom when he didn't do it? Or you're like, he's all over the movie. The whole movie is about fathers and sons and stuff. It was like, we got to have him in the movie. It's like, <laughs> fuck. Like, damn, I mean, it's What's-His-Face, who looks a lot like... Yeah, it's Ron Livingston. Yeah, he, it's it's a good recast. Yeah. Of like, it's, it's got a similar vibe, and he, they look the same, and like, I'll be all right with it. Just sucks. But like, write something in there about this multiverse thing. <laughs> and it's like, like but what are we gonna do like the first time you see his origin basically is going to or like his history is going to be post flash manipulation of it's gonna be like oh that's a ripple backwards through time like if we get crud up in the sequel we'll put him in like yeah maybe like the flashpoint i changed things and now my dad looks different i'm like wait a minute i'm not in the right world I'm like <laughs> just just try you know like when they were gonna recast deadshot for suicide squad right <clears throat> like Idris Elba was gonna do it and they're like no no he's a different character I was like, yes, thank you. So Will Trevante Smith can come back. Rhodes. Got a picture? Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that guy? No, I haven't seen him in anything. Yeah. That was his John, his, uh, John Stewart. Huh. He's He was in Bird Box, apparently. I didn't see that. And uh, The it's... Predator? The newer one, I guess? With Adrian Brody? Brody? Or like the newer, new one? I don't know. It was just called The Predator. Which one was? I think that was a new, new one. one. Okay. I, didn't I saw that on a plane. <laughs> it wasn't very good. It was all over the place. And he was in Moonlight, apparently? A bunch of movies I haven't seen. You're like, he's great. Shit. He's getting he's nominated for stuff. <laughs> I can't see that either, man. 
It's a bunch of stuff you would think I would have seen by now, but no. <laughs> have not. Booyah. All right, well, dope. He was supposed to be there instead well, of Martian Manhunter at the end. Keep pushing, man. You got to keep pushing, man. Get that Justice League 2. Be all over it. Hell yeah. Yeah, so I thought, you know, and it's an excuse to watch it again. Black and white, plus I can check all the mechanics of how everything works. I'm like, no, we still don't know what the hell's going on with the anti-life equation. It's just a little goofy. They're like, what? How did it? What? Did, why did that one wake up? And like, yeah, the anti-life, you don't remember the planet where you lost horribly and you had to run with your tail between your legs? It's like, like yeah, remember. man, there's thousands of planets, okay? I'm a big deal. I forgot which one it was. Came I was unconscious. Through, came through a boom tube. Didn't know where that was. <laughs> the universe is really big. Shut up. And then he lost the ability to boom tube places because they left the mother boxes behind. Yeah. So maybe he does know where it is. And he's like, that is 17 billion light years away. We're not getting back there. Now that last scene still makes it look like, makes it sound like he didn't know till now. Now that they do, time to do whatever we need to to get there. Like, I'm going I'm to need a whole movie explaining to me <laughs> Dark Side's jam. <laughs> Just give me a Dark Side movie. Can't do it. Explains everything. It is like he gets so much more with Steppenwolf and Darkseid. Darkseid's actually in the movie this time. Yep. And then I'm still like, hold up, what? What the fuck's going on here? There's a lot of pieces by the end of it. I'm like, I got to watch it again to check all the facts on this. That's right. What happened with the anti-life equation? Because I thought my impression was you burned it into the ground, preparing oh. the earth to be taken over, but then you lost. Yeah, it did. It had that so sense, you, right? That when he yeah. smashed the ground, he imprinted yeah. it on I'm the earth. tattooing this onto the ground, and, and now I got later. my mother boxes. I'm going to enslave all you, and I'm going to destroy the world, and I'm yeah. going to take it over. And then when you beat me and I had to retreat, like, I left it behind. I oh, had fuck, it. man. Maybe. And I, mean, I left it. But then Diana lady. was saying that, like, he came to earth to get the thing on yeah. earth. And it was like, oh, so you didn't have it yet? This is you revealing it somehow? Man, maybe it's like a combo deal. Maybe like, it's like what? him plus the Earth equals the ability to express the anti-life. I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. You could kind of retcon this in a lot of ways. <laughs> it's not even a retcon. It's just an explanation. Well, I just mean you could. Well, like, I don't know what he reveal did. The reveal could be one of many things, whatever you want it to be. Is he imprinting it? Is he extracting it? Was it contained within <laughs> no. the staff and it's released? Mm, You're like, I don't, it's, I don't know, dude. It just looked cool. <laughs> Fuck, man. I don't know, dude. I'm going to watch it again. Find out. <laughs> I'll let you know if I got any clarifications. <laughs> I made a little gif yeah. out of that scene in Which Joss's one? version. Yeah. The the little dude, did we talk about this? You know that that part where like there's like a homeless dude sitting on the street. You made that? Yeah. You texted this to me. I thought you found that somewhere. <laughs> no, man, I made that shit. <laughs> I mean, it's not sophisticated. It's just underlining his name and then circling yeah. eye to ride. It gets the gets He's the job done. A homeless guy sitting there, a little you know, a bone with a little cardboard sign. And that's when the credit for Chris Terrio and Joss Whedon, because that's the only credit he got. He didn't yeah. it's not directed by on that version of the movie Guild Rules and stuff. And uh and then the next shot is the cardboard sign says I tried. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I remember seeing it the first time and I was like, oh shit, man. <laughs> that makes me think you don't think this is that great. <laughs> and he's like, that's a coincidence. 
I mean, that's a new shot. That's a new footage, man. Like, yeah. That's, I mean, it, I mean, it wasn't it happened, Zach's movie. It happened on purpose. I don't know. You think it's a it's him putting an inside joke? Yeah, I think it's absolutely him going. I'm sorry. <laughs> After or like, my name, I did the best I could. Cardboard sign. I tried. Because he didn't fucking need to put that in there. Like well, he, he could have noticed it and done it differently. Yeah. Did you see Zach in the in the coffee shop? Uh, I didn't. I didn't rewatch that part. He's in there. <laughs> <laughs> when Lois is coming out of the coffee shop, I think it's the first time we see her. Yeah, the first scene of the shop. The yeah. coffee shop. Yeah, he's sitting at that bar. Like you sneaky son of a bitch. <laughs> I noticed that. Didn't notice anything else. <laughs> anyway, do you see that? You see the stuff about uh, Berserker. Oh, yeah, they're getting a movie and stuff. Yeah, but Keanu's, surprising. Keanu's doing a Netflix movie. Yeah. And then also an anime, so he's probably going to do the voice for it. Oh, I don't think I knew about the anime. Yeah. It's like, damn, that's a sweet deal. A yeah. movie and a show? That comics had like one issue released? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, well, I know they've solicited, for, I think, number four, but I don't have any of them actually hit stands yet. <laughs> I think the first one, yeah. I don't know. But, like, first one's out. Hey, man, you want a movie and a show based yeah. on your comic? I mean, that's what happens when you have a fucking superstar <laughs> yeah. behind the comic. I'm excited. But it's just, damn, that was quick. Yeah. Do it. Should be cool. I'll see it. Like, it's only a matter of time. Yeah, I'll probably watch the Netflix movie before I read the comics. Oh, no. Or not. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I want. What else you been up to, man? Besides rewatching Justice League, like three times. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I was gonna hit you with this. Hmm. I think I was gonna hit you with the last time, and then we didn't talk about it. No time like the present, <laughs> except the glory days of your past. Well, I live from the flash, man. Of your future. Make your own future. Make your own past. Is all here right now. Go back in time. Save everybody's life. Exactly. <laughs> we need to make this really difficult. Otherwise, everything's a little sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> you heard about these uh, NFTs? What? <laughs> I thought like EFTs or no, ETFs. What are you talking about? That was an ETF. Oh, uh, that's a stock thing. Yeah. Yeah. EFT is emotional freedom technique. That's like there a it is. tapping psychotherapy-ish yeah. thing. These are all the acronyms popping in my brain These are right all now. not what I'm saying. You're not talking about the stock market or <laughs> no. therapeutic emotional no. releases. No, okay. Tapping, no. <laughs> Look it up. Emotional freedom technique. Uh, faster EFT. Uh, no, NFTs. Stands for non-fungible token. Okay. You haven't heard about this yet? No. Oh, wow, okay. Spice, spicy spice. Spice it on. So, here, I'm, I'm just going to take you through the whole thing. Please do, from have, the beginning. <laughs> I've come to a place where I get it more, but and originally I was going to be like, how the fuck, this is bananas. So, what is a non-fungible token? You know what, the, what, what Bitcoin is, yeah? Well, based on our previous podcast with Sir Cook, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't Shit. know. Shit, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. You know what the blockchain is? Right? Uh, theoretically, I'm sort of. Yeah, I, I know enough. It's like a decentralized ledger that can keep track of all of the transactions. Yeah. It's a... future magic, man. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. All right. Sci fi really magic. <laughs> Kirk, get in here. 
Explain, <laughs> explain blockchain to me. All right, well, you know what Ethereum is? <laughs> Ethereum, yeah. Okay, it's like Bitcoin, but just like a different yeah. type of... It's a type of currency. It's a, it's a different type of blockchain technology. It's not just a currency. Technology. Yes. It's like a like imagine a platform. Like imagine Facebook or uh, okay. know, Instagram. Or like okay. it's, it's more of a platform you can do things on and with more than just a money. You can, you what can, else can you do you with can, it? You can have Ethereum tokens. You can write, write smart contracts where like money will be exchanged, but only if certain things are criteria are met come on you're just fucking with me now programmatically like no like that eventually this will replace mortgages and and like rental agreements and business deals and you don't what were they called what 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 were they called uh smart contracts smart contracts yeah (laughs) like a smartphone that's what we're doing uh yeah i guess that's kind of the shared etymology smart contracts yeah on ethereum on the i mean so it's like more of a like the Generally speaking, platform. you can just do it on a lot of blockchain type stuff. But yeah, Ethereum okay. was built to be able yeah. to execute smart contracts, more or less. Let me tell you something. I'm a I'm a simple man. <laughs> okay. I got a pop culture gallery. Okay. Where's that located, sir? 5390 Napa Street. 5390 Napa Street. <laughs> <laughs> San Diego, California. 92110? Hey. Oh my goodness. Come on down. We what have like collectibles <laughs> and art and graphic novels and myself. I'm here sometimes. I'm also here sometimes. Yeah. We're running out of shirts. We got to get some more shirts. <laughs> yes. But we got a lot of stuff. Amidst other things. Yes, 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 yes. Wednesday to Sunday. Come on down. DoomNationComics.com. Could I put Bitcoin <laughs> on the shelves? Uh... It's not a thing you can hold in your hand so, like real coins. No, but like fake you coins. can store it on a physical wallet of a kind and you could put that wallet that contains bitcoin digitally on it on a shelf you could do that how similar is it to the anti-life equation (laughs) (laughs) so imagine the earth is just like a usb thumb drive little ssd stick and i'm injecting the anti-life equation into the crust no you fool (laughs) no i'm extracting it i'm sucking it out I'm revealing it. Uh, again, the past, the future, it's all right now. <laughs> you not to Barry. What the fuck? He's pulling it out of time. It used to be here. He's extracting it from the future past. And it also will be here again. And so he has found the place. This is some back to the future shit. Exactly. Plutonium. <laughs> all right. Ethereum. Okay, so smart contracts. Ethereum is like a blockchain technology yes. that primarily is like able to execute smart contracts. Okay. Okay, what is an NFT? An NFT, again, means non-fungible token. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? It basically, uh, you can ascribe a, uh, like, non-fungible meaning, like, non-copyable, like, non... I know those words, yeah. Right? Like, so you, you can't... So in the context of the blockchain that the NFT was created... Mm-hmm. You could have one unique token. That's why it's non-fungible, right? It's, okay. it's unique in all the in all the world of this platform. <laughs> it's a fingerprint. Okay. So it's one thing, and you can't like duplicate it. So it's unique, and and it's in a digital space. Mm-hmm. So there's really just one, right? Is there though? So it's a digital space. Well, yes, but so so notice though. How are you going to prevent in, somebody from copying? Let me ask you this. Because <laughs> if, like on the blockchain, it would be able to detect what is what, and it would be able to identify that that is that unique thing okay. and not another. It's a thing. file that can't be copied. Inside the context of the blockchain, yes. Okay. One would so uh, 
I guess, no, I, I guess I should give you an unequivocal yes. Yes. Okay. So, non fungible. So, why? So, who the fuck would care about this? <laughs> That's a good question. Well, the reason it's come up is that there were a bunch of artists and other people, but like artists especially, who like one of the problems with musicians and artists, like painters and stuff, like digital artists, et cetera, yeah. has been like, oh, it's real hard to monetize your stuff, in, especially in the digital age, because like once you say, lay down a track, uh, or, or an entire album of music, right? Like, it's n- completely trivial to duplicate it and send it around the internet yeah. instantly. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, so piracy is very hard to combat, right? Because the, sure. uh, the technology of the internet makes it almost zero dollars to yeah. infinitely copy it. I've been getting around that since Napster. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, same thing with like digital art. You're like, you know, so like a physical painting, you could buy the original or you could buy prints. But like digital art, everybody's like, meh, whatever. You can just like hit copy paste and you have another one and another one and another one and another one. If you don't have it under lock and key, you're the only guy who can make more prints if it's just available on sure, the Sure, sure. But the digital people, copy, I'm saying. Like yeah. if you have a digital copy, it's very trivial to make more, right? Like you could make yeah. an infinite number if you have the first one. Mm-hmm. So, in which case, and, and like that could even be like a picture, right? You walked yeah. into an art gallery, you took a picture when you weren't supposed to, and boom, now you have a decent enough JPEG to like go copy it to your heart's content. Mm-hmm. So, artists have become incredibly interested in NFTs with the, with the story being told around NFTs being like, oh my God, like you've basically opened up the ability for scarcity to re enter the field, for scarcity to be possible with digital art. Mm-hmm. Because a non fungible token, is a unique token, so it matters. It'd be like having an original, or it'd be like having uh, a glycy print that's one of ten. Like it's mm-hmm. the 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 smart contract network the blockchain you're on, <laughs> right? <laughs> Z-clay. You would have. That's how it's pronounced. You would have. You could you could have your non fungible token would say yes, I am number two of the set of ten, and okay. there's none other like me because I am like not. Okay counterfeitable basically yeah. right? i'm gonna take my shoes off i'm so. still listening though <laughs> <laughs> so so for like a couple days i was watching people write articles about like oh this you know this is great for artists and stuff and i'm, I was not, like, I'm not seeing what it yet in the fuck because the idea being you could mint an nft around say your you know picture of a tree okay you put it up for sale and you say like this is a series of 10 so it's a limited run of my digital fucking painting of a tree okay. and it's one of 10 and you can buy one, you know, and people are selling stuff for gargantuan amounts of money. Like somebody bought something for like $69 million or something insane. Like what? Yeah. Somebody, somebody who worked, I think on and off or something for DC comics drew like a picture of wonder woman and sold it for like a hundred thousand dollars because they were buying the NFT okay. of this one off of this one of one. Right. But DC like, owns what the it, not fuck? them. <laughs> yeah, I know. They got in the whole trouble. <laughs> Basically, DC Comics sent a letter to all of their people saying, like, hey, stop. Nobody, don't fuck with NFTs. Like, we're going to get into this space. But, like, hey, man, you can't, like, use our our character. Yeah. It's not yours. Draw your own character, man. Yeah. And and so, like, but the, but the industry in large, there's kind of, like, a vibe of, like, well, you know, but, like, you let us draw people at conventions and do commissioned artwork with your IP and stuff. That's kind of how, like, most of us survive because you don't, you don't get enough different. work through comics to pay for our living. So you just blah, made a hundred grand off of one drug. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, you know, that other people have pointed out, if DC could 
somehow insert themselves in all of those transactions where somebody paid you 60 bucks to draw Wonder Woman, like, mm -hmm. they would. It's just, yeah. how would they? Like, they don't have enough people to track down every private enterprise yeah. <laughs> of people privately discussing, like, hey, I'll give you 100 bucks to draw Superman. Mm -hmm. So, like, they can't. But if it's technology, if it's digital, if, they're, if it's trackable, <laughs> they could absolutely insert themselves in that. Mm -hmm. So they were basically like, hey, don't do that. Like, you know, especially, like, it's not your... It's not your IP. Like, don't do that. Mm -hmm. Then somebody made minted <laughs> an NFT of that cease and desist letter. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, where's the joke? <laughs> like, that's fucking funny, dude. Baller. So, so here's the thing, right? Everybody's like, oh my god, this is so great for digital artists and stuff. But if you take a look at this, the technology of an NFT, all it does is it's like a, it's really more. It's not like having scarce prints of you know like i have the original of my painting of a tree and then i have this you know i did 10 prints and it's a limited run mm -hmm. and so if you have number two of 10 you know that there's only you know nine other people out there in the world who have this print mm -hmm. so you can feel special and cool because they're physical items and you have one of a scarce set mm -hmm. it's not like that it's not actually creating scarcity around the object say this guy who drew wonder woman or my digital painting of a tree mm -hmm. What it's really doing is it's like it's creating a certificate of authenticity. Because the token itself is not the object. It's not the art. The token is just a token mm -hmm. that the ecosystem, the platform, the blockchain can validate is or is not one of the chosen few. Yeah, it's right? a certificate of authenticity. That's all it is. Which yeah. means that the object, my digital painting of a tree, say, if I, if I mint off you know, 10 NFTs, it's a run of 10 on my digital painting of a tree, like... It, it doesn't mean that, oh, man, now nobody can copy my digital painting of a tree. It's like, no, everybody can copy it now just as much as they could before. It's just that there are 10 assholes in the world who can hold up their hand and go, yeah, but like the computer brain says mine <laughs> is the real one. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but mine looks literally pixel for pixel, ones and zeros, exactly the same. Yeah, but like, but socially, right, like the technology agrees that mine is one of the real ones. Uh, which like, for people that matters, yeah, mine's real, cares. yours is a knockoff. This is amazing. This is literally people valuing the abstract. We've now taken the human psychological concept of scarcity and its utility, mm -hmm. its use, its value, mm -hmm. and we're abstracting it out away from the thing at all. It's fucking insane. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. People are still, like, they're going to, like, they're paying for the privilege to say... I mine's have a certificate better. of authenticity. Yeah, mine's real. Yours is fake. But while not having any exclusivity to the thing. Yeah. Like, imagine you could just walk up to, like, one of, you know, one of those Star Trek, uh, oh, shit, what are they called? <laughs> the little, the like, teleporter you know, things? No, like Earl Grey, hot. <laughs> Boop. Like, you know, the thing that makes food or whatever you want. Yeah, what is that called? It's like a little matter compiler. Anyway. Yeah, I had one when I was a kid. It was a toy. <laughs> You remember that? Didn't actually produce food. It didn't make, no, obviously it didn't make real food. But, <laughs> but like imagine that exists and then somebody's like, hey, I feel like a cool guy because I have a certificate of authenticity yeah, that says my sandwich one. is one of the socially agreed upon 10 sandwiches. And you're like, who cares about your, so who, what, what social body of agreement do you care? It's like, well, really, it's the blockchain that agrees with me. And whoever else buys into the, yeah. you know, veracity of the blockchain's claims around I this mean, certificate of authenticity shit. It's, it's crazy human, 
But it, it's like it's amazing ha- having somebody's autograph on something. Sure. My rookie, my rookie card has been signed by the guy. It's like it's the same card. And it's right. like, yeah, but the guy signed it. But this is even crazier because like that, at least if, if it's genuine, the real yeah. person signed it. That would be the only. You can say like that real human did that, signed their name on this, yeah. and that matters to me. And that's like personal or private if you give a fuck yeah, or not. it matters. It just matters. But like it like... is a thing. That happened. It is an event that's captured in this this scrawling of Sharpie. Yeah. This is even more insane. Like, it literally has nothing to do. It's an exaggeration of it. Maybe if you bought a car that was previously owned by somebody cool, (laughs) it's the same exact car that this guy's driving. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But my Mercedes was owned by Shaquille O'Neal. So Yeah. But you have to imagine <laughs> that the car, like, there's literally nothing different. There's no dent in the roof because he's so tall yeah, or something. They're the there's exact no, same car. There's no evidence of any kind that no. Shaquille O'Neal owned the car. It's just yeah. you know that that's the case. It's just the exact same model car, the exact same year, with the same specs, but he owned this one. Right. So, therefore, I have bragging No, rights. wait. It's almost worse. No, it's, that's not uh, quite It's almost either. worse. It's like, say you have the Star Trek machine, yeah. and Shaquille O'Neal said, make me a BMW, and then it did, and then you bought that. <laughs> <laughs> and re- No, sorry. You bought a certificate of authenticity, yeah. and then you went to another fucking Star Trek machine and said, make me a yeah. BMW. Like, you're so divorced. I don't even know what we're talking from about the concept. anymore. Like, there's no connection yeah. almost whatsoever. Everyone it, who wants to can copy your painting of a tree all they yeah, like. Yeah, there's no comparison. You've abstracted the sense of, of, of value at all I somehow. I copied it first. From the object. Is that what I'm saying? I mean, like... I got to it before anybody copied that's it. That's not necessarily true. No. How do you get the authenticity... It, coin here. You so How there is, is something awarded? to who minted the coin, and and yeah. I have heard that when the original artist of the thing minted the coin versus somebody else, mm-hmm. then there does seem to be some like people are more willing to pay for like pay a bit more if the original artist was the one who minted the coin versus because the coin keeps track of who it's been owned by. Like there's a ledger running, you can look back to the original creation of the coin all the way to when you own it. To see, like, where did it switch hands and who and what, and not why, but. So there is a sort of chain of custody, which is something the blockchain can do very well, but. So I could see maybe why that would matter to somebody more. Maybe? But, like, that's as close as we get to, like, oh, Shaquille O'Neal used to own this car, even though there's no evidence that he did. <laughs> so somebody could have lied Taking to me. This is just it. a beautiful yeah. little fiction. That's why it's fake, of like, did he? Exactly. Can you prove it? So, so for, I was I was brain noodling over this for like a few days, where I was just like, "This is insane!" And like, and it's a little bubble, right? Like the interest there is gonna burst when like people aren't using it to the genuine utility to their life. It's more like, "Oh, what can I make money with this?" Mm-hmm. And it's and I was like, "This is fucking insane, abstract shit." I can't believe anybody's like buying buying into this that hard. And then. I ran into the idea that did make it make sense. Where's the analogy? Technologically. To this What's the usefulness? Sense. Yeah. Because right now I'm like, but digital things are infinitely copyable. And like, that's mm-hmm. the utility. That's why making things digital is useful. Mm-hmm. Is because now you don't need to spend all the time, energy, effort, money recreating like another vinyl record or whatever, or like printing another book. Instead, it's just like, boop, it's just a digital file. Why would you constrain its use? It's like trying to stuff copyright into the digital internet age, and that's why it's so hard, 
to like contain that shit. It's because you're it's one thing fighting another. Like it's not the scarcity model doesn't make any sense much in the digital space. Mm-hmm. But you're trying to reintroduce it because it's useful for us economically. Like the, the economic modeling is useful. I was like, it's dumb though, because you didn't actually stop people from copying it. <laughs> and instead you're abstracting out yeah. the value, the the scarcity mindset to value, and then just saying, Will you value just a certificate? <laughs> and some people are like, fuck yeah, to the tune of hundred K. But then hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Somebody pointed out. Who? Who pointed out? And I was out? like, oh shit. I think it was Jordan Hall. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've gone through a lot of his stuff recently. And uh, and I was like, oh shit, or maybe somebody talking to him. But it was like, oh Danny my god, DeVito. you're right. It's like that's all dumb, and you know, arguably useless. Yeah, everybody can copy it as much as they like. You haven't contained anything until you actually build environments on top of decentralized blockchains. At which point, that space could operate by the principles of if you don't have the NFT, you don't get to use it. Not here. What the hell are you talking about? So say... (laughs) 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 Like a little baby crying in the background? What happened? Yeah. That's weird. Uh, So say... What kind kind of environments? VR is mostly what I'm thinking. Okay. So have you seen the Oculus Quest? No. It's just a headset piece... You put the phone in. I think it's one of those. I can't remember. I oh, think that's so. called a Quest. And you don't need there. It doesn't need to be hooked up to a PC. You don't yeah. need hand things at all. It just tracks you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is like the. I think it's the latest version of Oculus. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think yeah, this is like a video of Jordan being like, yeah, I've been fucking around with this. I think we're about two generations away from people using these on a regular basis for fun, like actually caring about the space. Like when, when uh, Gary V talks about like, I don't see nobody fucking like, I'm in VR an hour a day for entertainment. Like they do TV or Netflix mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, nope, not yet. But when they do, shit's going to get weird. Like, <laughs> Is it VR and, and it's, it's specific to just them? It's just like a video game on your face? Or are we talking about spaces like people walking around the internet? I got air quotes going. <laughs> so I think, so, so like what I'm talking about like, you know, like a digital store be, and like you that's a real person and like we yeah. that guy's from france and i'm here sure. in chicago yeah. and then we're both hey whoa what's up yeah we're in the same virtual space right it's yeah. a matrix yeah but you just know you're in it yeah like a simple version of second life the matrix or yeah okay yeah, yeah. can you kill each other so once you <laughs> <laughs> once vr is good enough for people to care to spend that kind of time then some just like you know fucking a shit ton of people are playing minecraft right now and have been okay. for a few for quite a few years yeah like uh, there will be a vr sp- communal space okay. where where if it gets good enough that you feel fully actually embodied like when you see videos of these people playing that skyscraper game and then they literally jump yeah and in uh, real they life they're spooks. still in a tiny apartment yeah. and they run into their tv and break it because they're dumb like yeah it's because they were so viscerally feeling like they were there they literally forgot that four seconds ago like they had an idea this is their apartment it's not yeah. like they don't know where the couch is like but they were so immersed pretty instantly that they like forgot all about the physical space and the VR space kind of overlaid itself in their mind. Uh-huh. So once we have VR spaces good enough like this, then there will be just like Facebook took over the fucking, you know, MySpace died and everybody else died. Friendster's yeah. gone. It's all Facebook. And like you get like a Pareto distribution of like one of the things becomes king. 
or one or two, you know, and then so there'll be a VR space that most people intend, like unless you're explicitly in a game, but there's if there's communal yeah. space where just to be with other people and do whatever, yeah. these types of places could be built on top of decentralized blockchain stuff. And when you have that, you can have at the base code of the existence of this space, stuff that says, if you don't have the NFT, you can't display it. So then you actually very much would have one of 10 that exist all in this space. And it's like, well, I could copy it on my PC. And it's like, yeah, but nobody cares about displaying it on their PC. They care about having it in their virtual VR apartment. And if they can't display it there, they don't fucking care. Like, then you have actually introduced scarcity to a digital product because you controlled the context. It matters in the digital space in this matrix I have one of 10, because mm -hmm. in this space, there is only 10. Because there's a way to enforce that. Yeah. To care about the certificate of authenticity. Oh, no. You start to control the world. <laughs> virtual space. Or you could fuck off, kick rocks, and go into your own virtual space, which is also probably yeah. going to be an easily doable idea eventually, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, I fucking hate the Nintendo one. I'm just going to I'm gonna go on my own, like my little homebrew space, where I can, I can put up all the pictures I like. But then you won't be able to share it as easily, right? Because oh, everybody will be in the, shit. in the, you know, like, I don't know, computer, like, you know, nobody without deep internet fucking hacking, hacking skills is going to bother with your homebrew shit. Yeah. They're just like, oh, I'm in the normal one. You're not in the normal one? Oh, okay. Here's what I think. Okay, any virtual space where I can look around at a piece of art and I can, with a straight face, call it Fugazi. I'm down. Sure. This is Fugazi. Where's the real shit? Uh. <laughs> now I'm on board. You got it's me. It's just weird, man. Like I was like, ah, if you could enforce the NFT as like that is the true thing. It's not just that the blockchain agrees with you conceptually. It's like, no, no, no. The whole experience of VR space is abiding by the certain rules, then it does fucking matter. Then it's like the firmament of reality is deciding who does or does not have something. But whoever... Scarcity re-enters the scene. Whatever court jester set this up to begin with. <laughs> okay. You think they had this in mind? Like, this is why... NFTs? Like, that's yeah. why they built it? Yeah. Uh, I NFTs, I this like... is where it's going. This is why we're doing it. And, like, we understand... Or did Jordan Hall kind of just take what is existing and extrapolate why this could matter later right now it seems like nonsense but if i had to guess i would think no i think they might have seen yeah like i don't know if they were exactly looking at vr spaces but i think the idea of having non-fungible id tags of some coin you know like something that and is non-fungible but, they, but they're thinking in digital space this matters and everyone yes, yes, else yes. is like in the real world who cares you can make an infinite number of copies like yeah, yeah, yeah whatever in the matrix it's gonna matter <laughs> i mean i feel like yes like it was a market motivated a money-making motivated game a type uh market money exchangey type thing like without uniqueness how do we have anything that retains value okay yeah. well what if we built something that is unique in the digital space what could we attach that to well okay yeah like you could sell things and you could have one of something like that that might be useful this sounds like some black mirror shit dude it, i mean yeah kind of i mean <laughs> and then it's futuristic and also like stuffing old psychological techniques into a newer space like because there is the question, right? If you're in a digital space where one of the easy, effortless things is that it can replicate things cheaply, why would you want to reintroduce scarcity? Why would you want to do that? 
other than make money. I don't know. Yeah, value of scarcity, money. Yeah. And like that is useful, right? Like I see the use case. But like if we're looking to generate some new different world that maybe is cooler and bigger and like we operate in different ways, like what is the benefit of being in the digital space if you're going to handicap the digital space's abilities? Like Mm -hmm. you're going to take one of its greatest gifts and make it a curse. Like why? Like. I don't know. It it feels like an interim step. It feels like a transitory thing. Like a maybe. Hmm. When are they gonna make digital know. food? <laughs> go into like a digital space. What you mean by that. Go into a digital space. Eat some food. Air quotes. Quote, quote. Okay. And then I don't. I don't know. And then your biology didn't actually imbibe anything. You I don't just know had yet. The experience of the food being eaten. Yeah. There's a couple of missing steps there. <laughs> I mean, no, like, you could, you know, acquire the underpants, something, something, <laughs> profits. But <laughs> you know, I mean, like you, you go into a digital space, you eat some right. digital mm. ice cream, and like, oh, it's just the experience of it, but it doesn't. You don't get the negative. You don't get fat. You don't get sick. You don't right, from right. eating garbage. Let me just eat gummy bears all day. <laughs> just decouple the experience yeah. of eating the food it's without like, ah, your biology yeah. consuming the food. Eat all the ice cream you want. Like that sounds easier. Right. Just convince me I'm eating ice cream. Yeah. In the moment, but then my body's like, no, you weren't. Wow, that would really fuck with your biology, though, right? It'd get, yeah, your it, hormones would get crazy, and like you would probably screw your body up because they're like, "What? Well, we did have ice cream? No, we didn't. Yes, oh we did." Oh my god, that'd be worse. And then your body explodes. But yeah, what if because right, like if you're eating a fuck ton of sugar, it's partly because it influences your biology to respond, and if mm-hmm. it's accurately presenting the situation, then maybe your body will do it anyway. It's convincing you all that insulin spike, but then there's no sugar to move. And then you anywhere. just fucking fall into a coma because you got. Your insulin was too Sp- high. Spontaneous diabetes. I don't know. Your <laughs> like pancreas failed. You're like, what? But I didn't have any sugar. The VR booth told them they had sugar, so they spiked <sighs> insulin, and there was no sugar, you so got they over. VR diabetes. It was so good. The fidelity was so high that your body got tricked into doing shit to dysregulate itself. That's ah, oh, fuck. That's gonna be a real problem. Yeah, so like you can do drugs without any of the physical consequence. We're like, nah. <sighs> if you actually believe that you did a bunch of cocaine, you just had a heart attack. Damn, how do you or, how do you decouple it? Okay, wait, there's already a system in the human mind that does this, right? We dream and we have all kinds of experiences yeah. that are they're viscerally real in the moment. It's just a reality generator. Don't have those, yeah. Without the physiological effect. Although who's but nobody's like regularly immersively dreamt day after day after day about ice cream, right? So it's like you don't know. I mean, probably not, right? Let's so do some experiments. We don't know if your body would go, well, I guess I'm full of sugar. Like, <laughs> Maybe it's know. too smart. Maybe it wouldn't. Maybe it's not so dumb that it would fall for that. Maybe. Because we have the dreaming machine, you know? Yeah. It's like, I, already, I know when it's fake bullshit. I was thinking about digital food the other way. Like, yeah, you can go into a digital place, eat a steak, and then your body reacts as though you ate that steak. So, like, everybody could eat whatever they want. But not in a destructive way. It's more like, how do you solve hunger? And it was like, we have digital food because it's hey, hard to make fuck? food, right? Like farming <laughs> soil, it only has so much limitations. But like, we can just, okay. you know, print up a bunch of steaks because they're digital steaks. And when you eat them, oh, wait, they're physical steaks though. Like you, well, in the digital printed a steak. No, like in a digital space, it's not a three uh, D printed steak. But okay. like, I go into, I go into a VR headset. I go into a restaurant, right? And then like, food doesn't cost anything. Because right. we just make digital copies. Right. How do you make the digital steak nourish my body? How do we cure hunger 
and starvation via the digital space. <laughs> How do we do it, guys? I thought you were just trying to make like normal food taste amazing. Like, so you ate normal food, but then you went in and had the sensational experience of great food. That sounds way easier. Uh, <laughs> yes, it does. Let's do the harder thing. I where mean, like the you're... reason people are starving is because I don't have money to pay for the food, and food costs money to make. <laughs> and like, take that out. <laughs> we can just we can just grow a whole field of food uh, by pushing this button, okay. and we digitally see, just copied. And now we have a million apples instead of one apple. Hmm. So everybody can eat an apple. Here you go. You're still gonna have your. That's yeah. You need still the physical substrate thing. How do you to... get it? Well, you end up maybe, you know, just it is the matrix, man. You're in a pod and it's connected up to your stuff and it feeds you like Soylent Green type, like fucking, not, not green. The real product's just called Soylent. <laughs> like, you know, I hear it's not great, but like, you know, the thing that gives you your basic um, nutrients. And therefore, yeah, but then we need that's the, the real food source, and that has to be grown in the real world. Yeah, how do we? We would still have to do... create and deliver that. Yeah, if we can make digital money, let's make some digital crops. <laughs> well, money is an abstract like how do we store do of social value. Don't right? tell me the you facts, that Johnson. Food. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I mean, did I tell you the Jubilee thing? Uh, the X Men character. Did we talk about that? Oh. No. Uh, <laughs> You've said that word I to me before. I yeah. Remember if did, was on that podcast though. I don't know. It was another Jordan Hall thing. It was like the Jubilee, like society getting ossified, and and you. Yeah, and you need a ceremonial Jubilee. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Did we talk about that on the podcast? I don't remember. It happened. Not well, we're doing it, it right now. Up, so. Like rejigger it. Like, yeah, and it was kind of it was the thing that when when he was doing a, a video about that, like basically, what if you designed a, uh, your kind of civilization? You. You build things up for the time and space you're in, and then instead of it ossifying to dysfunction, instead, like, what if it was every 50 years, it will dissolve. Like, no one can stop that. Yeah, it's designed to end and rebirth. Yeah. And then... A jubilee. The thing I had written was, like, you know, we almost would need some sort of matrix setup where we've taken care of our physical world needs and, and stasis on the planet, and then we all jump into a... VR space that lives on top of smart contracts that nobody can fuck with that just says, yeah, every 50 years it's over. We we do it again. So nobody can accrue generations worth of power over too long a time to make it dysfunctional. Like it just, boop. It's making life so much like a video game. We're all living in the I mean, sims. you're assuming it already is. <laughs> what? <laughs> Am I real, bro? Ah, what is real? How do you define real? Real. <laughs> Matrix quotes. But yeah, you'd have to have the nutrition part. You'd have to have something physically supplying your body. Unless you could like electromagnetically communicate the energy Ooh. that that food gives you. But I don't think you could. Now we're talking. Can we start eating lightning? You could do. <laughs> you could. Because, right, a digital system could easily interface with you at, an, at a, like electromagnetic frequencies. But mm-hmm. would that produce? You still need the physical matter. You still need the protein chains and amino acids in your body. Like, Do we? What, what if First we could, principles here, guys. <laughs> what if we could... Do we? Well, okay, what if it was so sophisticated that it was able to use parts of the EM spectrum to manipulate the pieces of your biology already inside you, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, proteins or blood cells floating around in your blood and, and serums and et cetera, everything in your body. 
It was sophisticated enough that the application of the frequency changes could cause the things already like in your bloodstream to like like a like a simple version break up a blood cell, turn it into amino acids, <laughs> like turn it into its basic building blocks, and then reconstitute or reconfigure it into like the thing you need, which is like you know, amino acids or vitamin C or whatever the fuck. That's an incredibly sophisticated machine. That sounds crazy. Mitochondria needs energy. Mm -hmm. They burn <laughs> these sources of fuel, sure. quotes, for that energy. What if you could just turn them into a battery that gets charged by eating lightning? You get this electricity. <laughs> so we replace into the mitochondria with, with a. Or some kind of adapter. Kind of cyborgish. Yeah, you got a battery on your back that converts this electricity. <laughs> Into an energy source that your mitochondria needs to function, mm. and we have replaced food with electricity. Like now, we're just like a inductive we're, charging battery. Yeah, we're a cell phone. You get plugged in, you charge up. Right. Yeah, you could. Uh, okay. Would that work, scientists? Right. <laughs> I mean, again, incredibly sophisticated. How would you change all your mitochondria to? Little, just just uh, convert this electricity into the type of electricity that my mitochondria needs mm. to keep on. We've going. also introduced now a single a single point of failure for human energy sources. Mm -hmm. If we can't acquire electricity, we die. Well, we can't acquire food, we die. Yeah, but food is a lot of different things. True. Like you could eat all kinds of stuff. You could eat a shepherd, eat tiger. You could eat plants. You could eat a bird. Yeah. Like you could eat a whale if you wanted to. Like... Keep listening. Keep going. What else? <laughs> a cardboard box. Would you could be eat very each helpful. other. Could uh, eat each other. It's a little dangerous, but you could eat your babies. You could eat frogs. You could eat grasses. You could eat fruits. You could eat all kinds of stuff. Like it's multivaried depending on the the environment we're in. If we yeah. can't get access to electricity, now we have a one point failure system. I suppose. But what if there's multiple flavors of electricity? What does that even mean? I don't even know, dude. <laughs> but there's like seven. They, they figure out there's seven different oh, flavors. It's just the colors of the rainbow. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like that. Is there different types of electricity? It runs at different currents? I mean, sure. Right? Like different frequency, different amperage, different yeah. forcefulness, like energy. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's like kind of just the same. Well, I mean, I guess metaphorically, that's sort of the same problem. Yeah. Food in different guises. We just become Superman, dude. We all just have a little pack on our back that gets solar energy solar. that gets converted to the electricity that our cells need to keep on ticking. What if a volcano goes off and it blocks out the sun for a few years? I guess we're all dead. I don't know. <laughs> you've, you've got a you've got a generator. You know, like your electricity goes out in your house because mm, power okay. grids down. Okay. You're like, I got my own generator. It's here. It's on my ass. I'm gonna start so, cranking it. A big crank where somebody cranks it. Like, yeah. Everybody's got a crank. Spinning a magnet. You gotta crank your kids. Yeah, come here. Get up here and. You're going to be dead soon. Get over here. <laughs> We're all going to be dead. Crank the crank. <laughs> <laughs> you crank my crank. I'll crank yours. The Dutch rudder. Sir. <laughs> We're, what? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, 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 I can't crank a crank now. Okay. <laughs> huh. Yeah, why don't they get on that? Uh, Working on their smart contracts and whatnot. <laughs> Turn us all into solar batteries, Let's please. Let's turn governance into something better first. Then maybe we'll take a better look at the biology. I feel like we're still not quite there with the... We don't know how half of medicine works. Like Whatever. Solar panels for my body. Let's go. Mm -hmm. I mean, plants do it. Now, yes, simple. yes, they do. How do they do it? And how can we do it, too? We know that, but... <laughs> 
CRISPR. We'll just uh, introduce plant genes into our skin cells. Yes. And, uh, and then, uh, or you have a little plant out. buddy who's attached to you in this pack. Why is he not? Because he's absorbing <laughs> the energy. <laughs> Look how these are just like these are <laughs> like more steps. like narratively convenient other steps. They're like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like make themselves useful in a story, but in actual technology, it'd be like, why wouldn't you just skip to the end? I don't know. I'm like building a plant I'm buddy. I'm not doing anything. My well, plant my is converting the energy. He's converting the suns radiation into energy and then and then you eat the plant you idiot no i don't eat the plant he's connected to my spinal cord that would take too long (laughs) i don't like chewing (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean yeah you're just trying to cut out steps just eat the plant just eat the plant dummy yeah (laughs) yeah you got me but back to my digital spaces you can eat the the digital ice cream and right. that electricity is converted to energy in my body. Boop, boop, boop. And it is keeping me alive. I mean, I guess if someone built a human API where the digital space could talk consistently to human biology in all of its different forms, then you probably could do that. But Thank that's you. incredibly sophisticated technology. <laughs> like that is, that is way up there. Whatever, man. We're going to Mars. Okay. <laughs> and nobody's even working on close to this yet. Like, Somebody get on it. We don't even know quite why pimps work. We just suspect. What's a pimp? <laughs> you goddamn it, you know. <laughs> Tell the audience. <laughs> you can go listen to the other episode. It's in the title. hey yo. It's for like half an hour on it or something. <laughs> huh. Yeah, my brain's tired, man. <laughs> That's fair. Want to wrap this up? Yeah, I, uh, I had one more thing, though. Yeah, save it for next time. No, 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 no. Is it short? Fuck you. Yeah, it's short. Okay. I think it's interesting. You heard Luca is Luca. going straight to Disney Plus. Oh, I thought that was an acronym again. No. <laughs> you like heard of Luca? L-U-C-A? What's that this stand for? This is a for? liquid form of nuclear fission, and it lives in your eyeballs. Yeah, you eat it. Oh, God. And then it... Uh, then imagine the VR headset becomes a contact lens, becomes, you know, blah, blah, okay. blah. Neuralink, etc. Becomes what? Uh, a tiny implant that just lives on your head. And you it converts surgery. solar energy into... It's just like an earring. It just sits in your ear. <laughs> it's just like mildly inconvenient to have somebody hanging there. Unless you like earrings. <laughs> Most people do. Luca. Luca, yeah, the movie, the Pixar movie. The Pixar movie, yeah. Yeah. It's going straight to Disney+. Plus. I did see that. Yeah, yeah, they're doing a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Black Widow's coming. What's the other one? Corella. Black Widow. Black Widow is not. It's gonna. It's you're gonna have they're, to pay thirty bucks for that one. For just those. like Raya, just like Mulan. Yeah, but Luca, it's going just for free. Yeah, I feel like if I made Luca, yeah, I would be like, yo, why not charge thirty bucks? <laughs> I'm not. Well, I'm not as good as Black Widow. Well, I mean, are we seeing a weird pattern here? Soul went for free too. Yeah. Is it because kids? Why is Pixar taking the hit twice? <laughs> why the fuck? Like Soul already did. Like Pixar already did their one. Like, why wasn't Raya next up? Why wasn't Black Widow next up? Like, <laughs> yeah, Raya, Raya's for kids, right? Uh, yeah, super. I don't know. Maybe Pixar's a good movie, but like, what the maybe fuck? they're volunteering. They're saying, hey, it's, it's know, for I the kids. I Give mean, them Raya's movie. for the kids. Black Widow, you could say, is not for the kids. It's for like you know, thirteen and up. But like, it just seems weird to me that like both times they're just putting Pixar movies on the sacrificial altar. And I was like, why not Raya? Or they're not not a sacrifice, but a you know, bait. 
this is a really good movie. Let's give it to people for free <laughs> to attract them to our service. That was like a backhanded compliment. Ryan wasn't that good, so we asked uh, for 30 bucks. <laughs> I haven't seen Ryan. Yeah. I don't it know. was solid. Like, it, wasn't, it didn't blow my mind, but it was good. But, but like, are they trying to keep like their best stuff behind the paywall, or are you trying to put your best stuff in front of the paywall? Give them that for free so they'll pay for the other ones <laughs> that aren't as good. So they're conned into paying for less than that? I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Stuff that isn't as good quality. I was just like, Maybe what? it's based on budget. How much did you spend making this movie? I if was it's thinking... less than this, it goes for free. If it's more than that, no, we got to charge There's no way they bucks. spent like less. They would have been about the same for Raya, right? Like I don't know. There's the no talent. Way. Maybe like, dude, that cost us 30 million bucks. Uh, well, I don't know. Who's just in voice actors and whatnot. Like, what? Hmm. The thing I was thinking at first was like, maybe it's a contract thing. Like the deals they signed, like Black Widow or whatever, right? Just like with Justice League. They were like, oh, part of the reason we didn't turn it into a miniseries is because, like, you know, the actors and everybody signed on for a movie, not a miniseries. So we'd yeah, have to, like, rejigger the, just, you know, the money. Yeah, if Pixar but doesn't for Black have Widow, it. same thing, maybe. Like, oh, it was supposed to be a movie movie. With their distro was supposed to go to theaters. Yeah, like there's language in the contract. But animation tends to have kind of pretty different deals from like yeah, live maybe. action stuff so maybe it was that but then i was like but that doesn't explain raya like <laughs> doesn't... Hey, raya pixar's had... probably got about the same contract set up as disney know. animation like raya had a different contract we were going to do this live action <laughs> <laughs> halfway through we turned it into an animated you said movie. you know what we're going animated. <laughs> Everybody go home. You're all voice actors you heard, now. You heard about this blockchain shit? We're all going to be in VR spaces. Uh, you know, you actors know. are unnecessary. Uh, synthetic media all the way. Let's go. Okay, just say three words into this recorder, and now we can make anything ever. Thank you. <laughs> the AI bot will replicate you in eternity. You signed your life away. Now you can go die. It's okay. <laughs> you can go die. <laughs> You've done your service to your country. What uh. the fuck? <laughs> Put down the gun, man. What are you doing? <laughs> It's just like, what the hell? Pixar's taking the hit twice. That just seems weird to me. Like they're or they're not taking the hit. I don't. I don't know what. But you, you know, you're offering something far and away what you ever would have done before. If it wasn't COVID, yeah. you wouldn't have done this. Like you wouldn't have just put it straight to Disney Plus. It would have gone to theaters. They're closed. You're not doing it. It's to bump your numbers. It's a goodwill move. Why is the same division doing it twice? I don't know. Why does the same division have two movies to drop in six months? Uh, is it's it, Pixar. They spent like now. five years those... making a movie. How do you got two Wasn't in the Wasn't Soul like around uh, November or something? I don't know. This is it's March. Only March. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I mean, didn't they ramp up? I feel like they did kind of have... Aren't they like three, four movies a year now? Pixar? Are they? What? I think it's at least three, yeah. Way to go. Yeah, they're pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Pixar's kind of a big deal. Good for them. Yeah, just like Marvel and anime and Disney animation. Like I that. don't know, man. That's, like, that's some behind-the-scenes stuff. I was like, what? <laughs> Pixar twice. I'll see this shit out of it. And Soul was fucking dope, man. Like, haven't seen it. Oh, it's good, man. I would say it was better than Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> see, they're putting their big guns out for free. As far as like, like it, it felt like. Which one makes the brand look better? Let's give those for free Art. so people watch it for free and say, man, I got to watch all the stuff on here. Even the $30 ones, even those. Take my money, please. <laughs> Smash my piggy bank open. Throw it at you. Here you go. I need to see the incredible Mr. Limpet. <laughs> Which one is that? <laughs> it, uh, I don't know if I nailed the title. Is that that Don, Don Knotts movie from forever ago where he turns into a cartoon fish? <laughs> Man, nobody knows what you're talking about. <laughs> the internet exists. <laughs> Look it up. 
Don Knotts, Disney movie. <laughs> Donnie Knotts. Incredible Mr. Limpet. He turns into an animated fish. It's fucking great. I don't remember much else. Yeah, I missed <laughs> but, that But one. imagine Don Knotts' voice coming out of a fish. I can imagine. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're doing, man. Maybe they just spin a wheel. Like they hit twice, man. All the movies on a list, and they say, oh, that's the only way to do it fair, kids. And then just spin Give the wheel. Give me that Black Widow, dude. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to watch it. Like, Winter Soldier and Falcon's already out. You know Black Widow's supposed to hit first. Yeah. What if, like, their continuity is important that you see one before the other? Yeah. Like, come on, man. It's a prequel, right? Give me it's, that shit. before she died, so. Yeah, but come on. They're not going to do anything to tease up Winter Soldier and Falcon? Like, I don't know. Wasn't it supposed to tee up something else? Oh, what? No. I don't, I don't know. Think so. every, everything's teeing up something. I don't know. I think, like, the Black Widow movie was supposed to tie in with the Hawkeye miniseries. Or, well, that's fine. I mean, Hawkeye's not coming out for yeah, a while, so... that's why they're like, it's fine. As long as it comes out before that Hawkeye series does, it's not connected. I guess it would make sense that Falcon, he would... Like, oh, shit, what if she's in that for a second? Like, it's them, and it opens with them in Budapest or whatever. Could. That'd be kind of cool. I don't know. That'd be pretty dope, actually. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> now I like the idea. I just figured they would have talked about it, right? Scarlet's going to be in Hawkeye for a second. You know, like everybody knows everything. They're trying now, to hide so. it. They're like, everybody shut up. Yeah, I hope they succeeded in doing that. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I haven't it's, heard that I've it ties up. And it'd be weird. You're like, dude, that movie needs to come out. Yeah, before episode six, we really needed to people have seen it. <laughs> now, like, oh, we were hoping more of the put country it, would put be it like out the done night before. with the fucking vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, hmm. I don't know what they're doing. It's just weird. I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna go watch Justice League again, though. <laughs> In gray this time. That's right, black and white, kiddos. <laughs> 5390 Navistry, come on now. Doom Nation Comics, Wednesday to Sunday, Wednesday to Sunday. <laughs> 11, <laughs> I said it weird. 11 to 7, DoomNationComics.com. Check it out. Peace. Mm.